Hi there, Michael Zuber. Thanks for listening to the One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that the book One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible? Yes, to all my podcast listeners out there, One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible. Go check it out and please leave a five-star review. Have a great day. Good morning, everyone. How are we doing today? It is August 19th, and this is your daily financial news. If you don't know, we do these daily financial news seven days a week, usually around 7.30 a.m. Pacific. Usually there's one day a week I have to go earlier or later because of an expert interview. But these are here for you. Uh, If you're watching them, like them, like to see what's going on every day, do me a favor, hit that subscription button. Uh, Last time I checked, we were about 85 subscriptions away from 9,000, which is just amazing. Uh, I love doing these shows and seeing the channel grow is just a a nice thing to see. So thank you very much for all the support. Uh, What I got for you today is kind of what we talked about on Sunday. On Sunday, we talked about what was coming for earnings, uh, and it was all about the big box retailers. We had some great numbers yesterday from Walmart to kick us off, Home Depot to kick us off. That was followed by arguably their two big competitors. Uh, For Walmart, that was Target. And Target had a record quarter, kind of best ever kind of stuff. Uh, Real quick on Target's quarter, same store store sales, the physical locations was up 10.9%. That is a record. If you combine same store sales with online, this will just blow you away. 24.3% growth. That's almost 25%. That's, that's hard to imagine, right? Target's not some little retailer where you're going from 8 to 10, right? Uh, yeah, that's... that's so much good news, I actually have to go, what, what does it really tell us about the bigger economy? And well, I think buried inside one of their press releases, it actually might have been their conference call, was they estimated that they picked up $5 billion in market share over the first six months of the year. And that's meaningful. Because really what that means is there's been a lot of retailers, and we've talked about them on this channel, filing Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Right, JCPenney, Steinmart come to mind, and there's been lots of others. So where there are losers, and I guess you can call filing bankruptcy losing, there are winners. And according to Target, they picked up $5 billion in market share. This is the K-shaped recovery, right? There will be some winners, some outsized winners, and there'll be some losers. The big get bigger, the folks with a balance sheet, the folks that can pivot, go online. Uh, Their online or curbside pickup up 700%. That's almost almost hard to imagine. In a quarter, 700%. They signed up 10 million new, uh, I guess, online users. That's, that's hard to imagine. Uh, then kind of in the news or in the, in the comments of, from their CEO, where Walmart 
Walmart clearly, and I probably will do another video on this later, just a real short one, three to five minutes, but Walmart basically called out stimulus checks, right? Really called out, um, you know, what, what was going on with their consumers. And they saw a drop off in daily transactions uh, when the stimulus checks and the unemployment went away. Target, on the other hand, you could argue maybe a different class of consumer, you know, that's possible, right? So it's, it's possible both are right. I think there's enough overlap in their consumers where we should at least ask ourselves the questions. And at Target, they were saying canceled vacations led to the increase. So think staycations. So basically, you know, consumers aren't going out spending money on a plane flight and hotels and, you know, all that vacation stuff. They're instead buying stuff, bringing it home, watching TV, going in the backyard, all of that. So I think those are interesting discussions. Either way, the big get bigger. And yes, we have a subscriber that introduced all of us. Ultimate Bargains is the handle he goes by. Jeffrey is what I call him. Uh, goes by the, the K-shaped recovery. He gets credit for that. Every time I bring that up, I try to, I try to put that out there because it's his, not mine. I'm just stealing it. Um, so again, I, that's pretty amazing. So I think we need to think about what's going on with the consumer. This is one of the things I follow is the consumer. And there's stress going on there, uh, but there's stress at different segments. So it's something all of us have to watch. Uh, there are deals being done, just going down in order. J&J &J struck a deal to buy a autoimmune disease company called Momenta. Price tag, $6.5 billion, right? J&J &J is trying to expand, expand their portfolio of drugs and, um, you know, lots of stuff going on. Uh, so again, deals are getting done. Uh, companies are using their piles of cash to do acquisitions. I think, I think deals ramp, actually, as we head into the end of the year. As we start to see, again, going back to the K-shaped recovery, there'll be some, some companies that are slowly bleeding out and some of the big boys will come in and consume them, uh, basically buying capacity, taking market share, things of that nature. I think acquisitions will be a big part of the end of the year. Uh, on the mall front, right, we talk about Simon Properties a lot, but there's a mall operator that was in huge trouble looking at bankruptcy right in the face. CBL, uh, C is in cat, B is in boy, L is in light. Um, they struck a deal to restructure $1.5 billion in debt to avoid bankruptcy. I'm sorry, 1.4, 1.4, let's not over-exaggerate. Uh, basically, they issued $500 million uh, in senior debt. Uh, they issued $50 million bucks in cash, uh, and then the rest was common equity diluting the share. So uh, again, um, CBL mall operator was really highlighted as an at risk, uh, and you looking at some debt restructuring going on to save them from that. And again, I think that's going to happen a lot. There's a lot of commercial paper that is in trouble. If, if this mall operator, uh, can do it, you will see offices and other things restructure debt. Um, won't be fun, but better than bankruptcy for sure. Uh, Southwest Airlines, I caught that caught my attention. They issued an 8K, uh, talking about travel up slightly, uh, go basically going from flights from 30 to 40 percent full to 40 to 45 percent full, kind of heading in the right direction. Um, summer is almost over. They talked a little bit about September uptick slightly, uh, but you know the most meaningful thing is they've taken a cash burn from 23 million dollars a day. Yes. 
losing $23 million a day operating a company uh, down to $20 million. So what is that, 15%? Uh, it's more like 14%. But again, that's, you know, that's the right things to do. They got to get, they got to, they got to get that down so they can survive, get past this valley that we're all in. Going back to the next blowout quarter, just again, going in order, Lowe's, kind of the sister of Home Depot. Always interesting to see what they're doing. They're really almost different businesses. If you've been to a Lowe's and a Home Depot, you know that Home Depot caters to the contractor, where Lowe's caters to the do-it-yourselfer, uh, at least at some level. Uh, so they really are attacking the home improvement section at different parts of it. Uh, but again, blowout quarter, revenue up 30%, website up 135%, right? So again, just just the stay, the staying at home, home improvement, painting walls, you know, doing those things is definitely going on. Uh, one thing I got from Kohl's, Kohl's reported yesterday, not, not great numbers, uh, but they talked about uh, it's time to pick up market share. Uh, this is interesting because it goes back to what Target talked about. But Kohl's identifies, um, what did they say? Uh, sees billions of dollars in market share up for grab as big retailers like Steinway, JCPenney's go out of business. Uh, they talk about there's already been 6,000 permanent closures of retail establishments. That's hard to imagine, right? If, what is that? That's 120 stores a state, again, just doing math, right? 6,000 divided by 50. No, that's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 120 stores. Oh, it's crazy. So again, lots of stuff going on in the retail segment, winners and losers, K-shape recovery, all of that. Um, I think the retail landscape will be very different. Very different in six to nine months. The big get bigger. I don't know if that's good or bad for, for us, the consumers, but um, I think it is what it is at this point. I got to talk about mortgage delinquencies. I've gotten so many comments about them. Yes, they are up. Uh, all, all based on all loans, 8.22%. Uh, FHA is something to watch. Highest ever, 15.65. Highest ever caught my attention because obviously I invested through the crash. Uh, and the reason it's highest ever, for those that don't recall, a lot of the pain in the um, dot, or in the 08, 07, 08, 09 crash uh, was not... Uh, first-time buyers. There was definitely pain there, but it wasn't all of them. It was investors with, what did they call them? Um, just below prime mortgages, right? They were just some kind of alt prime or something like that. Uh, I forget there was a name for what those were. Uh, but a lot of investor loans, and that's really where the pain was. Again, today we have 30-year loans, FHA, all of that real, at least by comparison, real mortgages being applied for and approved. So uh, that FHA thing caught my attention. I did do a video on it yesterday, kind of explaining the math, why I think I think it is certainly painful that there are these many delinquencies. I do not see them by themselves causing a crash. Um, yeah, so it's you got to watch that video to see what I what I'm talking about. There will certainly be some markets, as I said yesterday, that just get spanked, but they will be spanked for other reasons. Basically, uh, vertical is bad, big cities bad, um, unaffordable cities bad, renting cities becoming owners, not good for big cities. The suburb markets, uh, for example, like Fresno, I think do fine, if not even better than fine. 
And if there is a homeowner, as I highlighted yesterday, watch the video for the math. I think most FHA buyers, assuming they didn't get into delinquency the first month they bought, should have enough equity where a short sale is not required. Uh, and that's important. So um, definitely check that video out if you want to see the math. There will be some cities where sub where um, foreclosures and short sales come, but um, those are those are out there. Uh, I do want to ask: Has anybody watched the Democratic Convention? And is there a speech you recommend I watch? I haven't watched any of it. I've seen some headlines, uh, but if you think there's a speech out there I should watch, let me know. Uh, I would love to hear from you, and I'll go check out a couple just to see. Uh, see what's going on. Uh, I don't watch either convention, so don't think I watch either. I don't. I don't watch either of them. I think they're uh, made for TV. But you never know. There could be a speech that is uh, empowering. Uh, realize that I am looking for hope. If the speeches are about hate and all of that, um, don't bother. I don't want to watch stuff like that. There's already enough of that in the world. But if you found that there was a hopeful speech. Uh, I will, um, I'll take a look. Otherwise, I'm going to forget it ever happened. Uh, and then the last thing I think we have to talk about, because a lot of us are parents, myself included, a lot of universities tried to give it a go. Uh, in at least early signs, University of uh, North Carolina and just this morning, Notre Dame have decided that, uh, you know what, we need to go, we need to go online for a little while. There's a flare up at both universities. As a parent, I couldn't imagine. Uh, it's got to be it's got to be stressful, right? Because a college kid is technically an adult in most cases, right? They're over 18, but they're still our babies. And man, I couldn't imagine. And then, of course, we have, you know, true babies, right? Grade school and middle school and high school. And um, a lot of tough choices uh, for parents today. And again, those choices will lead to consumer behavior. That consumer behavior will lead to economic things. So we need to watch this. Um, good. I'm glad you recovered. Key to lifestyles. Uh, said he had COVID in May and he's, uh, he's all better now. So we're glad you're better. Uh, so that's what I got for you today. Uh, again, remember, if you are still watching this and haven't hit subscribe yet, do me a favor. We do this every day, right around 730. Uh, it is Wednesday, uh, so hopefully in about uh, 16 minutes or so, I will be talking with Anna Kelly, uh, who is always a favorite expert to talk to. So uh, I'm going to shut it down and get ready for Anna's interview. All right, take care, everyone. Bye.